Hello, breadheads. Welcome to Think Fresh, a podcast about Subway. I'm your host, Ty. Your co-host, Eric, is here as well. How are you doing, Eric? <laughs> oh, I'm doing just fine today. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I am dog-sitting, as you can see on on uh, on video here, Ty. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just having a great day, great grand old time here. How about you? Mm-hmm. I see you're sipping on a brewski. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, fun Friday, so I got some a limited series pale ale from a, a local brewery mm-hmm. on, on the docket. Uh, that's mm-hmm. cool that you're you're looking after a pooch right now. That's your pooch, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, dog. so what's your take on dogs and restaurants? <laughs> uh, well, you know, coming off of our latest episode where we went in on doggy bags, um, you know, I my stance is still. Restaurant food is for humans. Don't bring home, you know, your filet mignon for your pooch. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if your dog is in a restaurant, such as, you know, a brewery, mm-hmm. I consider breweries a restaurant. I think that's totally fine. I think dogs are part of the family, you know. But mm-hmm. just like just like babies on airplanes, don't bring them unless they are well behaved mm-hmm. and will listen when you tell them to shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wise words so you are are you for dogs in subway then the quiet ones this is this is a tricky uh scenario because there's no outdoor scene at subway there's i think no if uh scene. i think if subway had a nice patio nice little gated white picket fence patio i think it would work mm-hmm. perfectly mm-hmm. um and in that case i would encourage dogs but you so know in why did case, no I got I got to prod you a little bit on this. Why does the dog have to stay outside at Subway? Like, what what's the difference? Your, the dog still smells regardless of being inside or outside. <laughs> so, um, what, what do you gain? I mean, I think we've learned a lot from this pandemic in the last year or so, um, where you know outdoor dining seems to be much more safer when it comes to airborne uh, particles. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. necessarily want to be stuck in a small Subway location with a great dane i don't know what about you are you are you uh are you more open to the idea or what mm-hmm. absolutely i'm pro dog in restaurant i think it adds a interesting layer to the dining experience to have <laughs> animals present i'm not so worried about like their their excrement or their fur or anything getting into my food i'm not really worried about like the annoyance of the barking or the, and maybe they they want to bite me Mm-hmm. Or even begging, I just think that like it adds an entertainment aspect. It's like when they have when your restaurant has like a little violinist in the corner while you're like mm. dining on your your pasta alla vodka. It's like some live music. Mm-hmm. And the dog is kind of like a a low key equivalent to that. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think maybe in theory it sounds a lot better than it really is. It's much like when it's like oh I, I don't mind like kids and stuff, but then like. You know, you're around someone's kids who you don't know, and you're like, "Fuck, get this child away from me, bro!" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, unlike Kanye, don't do it for the kids. Nice. Um, and similar thing with dogs. Like, have you ever had dinner at a friend's house or something, and their dog is just like, like up your leg, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Yo, the new guy's gonna give me food for sure." It's mm, good point. Like, it's like super disturbing. It's like, especially when it's not your dog, you know. That's a fair point. Okay, so uh, here's an idea. What if I've been to like sometimes you go to like a bar or like a vineyard. This is common at vineyards where there'll be like a house dog, 
that just oh, yeah, lives there. So if your subway location offered a house dog, <laughs> then for the regular customers, they could get to know it. It could be kind of a value add for visiting. Mm -hmm. But also the house dog could like eat up all of those like scrap little olives and lettuce bits that are falling out of your foot long and landing on the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is true. Um, alarmingly dangerous or potentially very harmful for the dog because of the high sodium content found at Subway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. You know, if it was a nice little sandwich shop, then, you know, it could be possible. But at Subway, you're, you're dealing with too many potentially uh, destructive ingredients, especially cookies. Like cookies mm -hmm. are just a no-fly zone for pooches. Good call, good call. It is incredible, though, that you're like, well, if this was a high-quality meat deli, then <laughs> having the scraps fall on the ground is fine. But these are such low-quality meats, I wouldn't even feed them to my dog. Makes yeah. you realize maybe they shouldn't be fed to you either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a reason why they don't have doggy bags at Subway. Mm -hmm. It's just a garbage bag. Mm -hmm. it, it literally is. It's like thinner than a garbage bag. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, babies in restaurants, hard pass. Mm -hmm. That's why I try my best to not go to family dining establishments. Mm -hmm. Like the most democratic restaurant I will go to is Cactus Club. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't stoop as low as a Joey's, for example. <laughs> mm, it's too family-friendly. That's a no-fly zone. Yeah, if there's a kid's menu, you will not see me there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. You want to be around um, like-minded people while you're dining, with mm -hmm. the exception being Subway, in which in case it's a um, cultural experiment. Yeah, You want to be a part of that fabric of that this new, this new society that exists only within the four fake brick walls of Subway. Yeah, within the faux walls of Subway. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm leaving my, you know, beautiful apartment here in downtown Vancouver, um, I'm not going to be doing that to sit next to someone's 13-year-old. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Man, yeah. Uh, Post-pandemic, po post-pandemic, the restaurant seems really going to have to raise the bar because, like, mm -hmm. we're all at home optimizing our kitchens. So now it's like, you got to you got to do better than I can do for to get to get my dollar bill. Yeah, um, as experienced as an experienced guy, Ty, what do you think um, Subway should do to elevate the dining in experience in order mm. to not only um, you know have more people coming in, but to have them stay stick around um, mm -hmm. post vaccine, of course, in order to create a nice dining experience. It's a, this is an excellent question, Eric. And I think the answer is obvious. If you want people to dine in at your restaurant, give them a plate. It's <laughs> that simple. It's, yeah, give them the tools that you know mm -hmm. are required to eat, eat in. Like, I don't mm, want to unwrap formality. it. Exactly. Just, like, don't wrap it. Serve it to me on a plate. Give mm -hmm. me, like, an, like, a nice cloth napkin. Mm -hmm. the, the, the things I would expect from even, like, a like a two price tag Yelp reviewed restaurant. <laughs> the, the bare minimum for you, Ty. The bare minimum. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's interesting. I think the paper is probably, um, it increases or it multiplies your like half-life, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like you're, it's like in a vacuum now. It's, it's compressing mm -hmm. the sandwich so much that it's, an it's accelerating the decomposing process. It's like putting it mm -hmm. down a, down a, um, 
like a vacuum sealed thing or like a blender. You're just like accelerating it. Interesting. See, I think it's the opposite. I think the tightly wrapped sandwich actually like petrifies it. It's kind <laughs> of like um, petrified wood in that case where it's, it's frozen in time. It's locked and fossilizing even preserving mm. it in its um like original state i mean how about this you get your thing to go i'll get mine for dining in and we'll just compare the aesthetics of it after you unwrap no. your sandwich that's no fair i want the dining in option i want to like cut that's my sandwich exactly with point. a fork and a knife that's exactly my point it's like it stays better longer when you don't wrap it Fair enough. Well, I want to dine in because I want the experience of being um, like <laughs> served at a table. I want I want a little tiny uh, tea light candle in front of me on the table. Mm-hmm. I want to say I want to the usual sparkling please. water. The usual. <laughs> yeah, I want to say the usual and then have them be like, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. I do want some sparkling water in a glass. I want the mm-hmm. opportunity to drop my fork on the ground and make a huge noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want to snap my fingers and have someone come to me. <laughs> yeah, and then like fumble around with a check uh, in front of your date. Damn, can you imagine paying at Subway after you ate it? That's a weird thought. Wow, that would change everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I would be way more inclined to tip, of course. Absolutely. Because the delta between a bad sandwich and a good sandwich is so great that you know, I'm ranging from $0 tip to potentially a 20% tip because, you know, it's really not that much at Subway. Mm -hmm. Actually, the biggest shift here, which relates to tipping, is that if you're dining in, your sandwich artist, after they give you the sandwich, you're sticking around. So that means they are aware of your, like, experience with the sandwich. That -hmm. means they're going to have to do a better job. Because if they, like, mess around, if they, like, just like phone it in on the on the cucumber slices you're gonna you're gonna see they're gonna see you experience that 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 <laughs> that missing element and you're gonna complain and they're gonna have to deal with that mm-hmm. you know we make an effort to dine in every single time ty and i go to subway and not only that but we sit pretty close to the till mm-hmm. and all the feedback is heard, I can only imagine. So mm-hmm. so they do get that direct feedback from us. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the only customers who are going in there, ironically. What do you think so of that? So we think. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And I think it's important to like create that feedback cycle at Subway. So I don't mind like yelling a few comments over the glass partition from my table. Oh, yeah. Just heckling them <laughs> while they're yeah. making someone else's sandwich. Mm-hmm. Or just throwing them a thumbs up when we leave. Like, that was a great one. Good job today. Yeah, throw them a little thumbs up. If you leave change on the table at Subway, it's gone within three seconds from somebody else taking it. Yeah, your, your artist isn't getting that commission. Definitely not. Um, do you remember that time we submitted a feedback on their shitty like little platform to get a free cookie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we kept doing that. And I like, I think I lost mine. And I just like used your same code and I got, got one. So we yeah, scammed we really them out of a cookie. That. Yeah, so Subway, I think, is still doing that. Um, for the breadheads that don't know, sometimes you can, on the bottom of your receipt, fill out some feedback, and they'll um, give you free cookies. You mm-hmm. can just do it over and over again. You don't even need to fill out the form. You just need to, like, open the link and then show your Subway artist, just flash your phone screen to them for, like, a second. They don't even, <laughs> yeah. they don't confirm. They just want, 
if you just point your phone at them and say you did a survey, they'll give you whatever you want on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, man, I, I guarantee you the sandwich artists there are just looking for any reason to uh, take something out of big Subway's pockets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's you could probably so just true. ask them for a cookie and they'll probably give it to you. Mm-hmm, probably like a free drink. Easy. Yeah. Easy grab. <laughs> yeah. Real Karen shit. Like, yo, my my lettuce was a little stale today. Can I get a free cookie? Like, oh, yeah, sure. Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Lifetime member right there. My my bread is measuring in at eleven and three quarter inch. Yeah. <laughs> I think I deserve some compensation for this. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a real thick thick bitch if you're complaining about um, somebody not giving you a full twelve inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like most people, like most bitches, go their whole life without getting that many inches. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, why would you expect it now? Yeah, I mean, you're really gonna hold somebody accountable like that, like. Like bro, like what the fuck? You twelve inches is way more than you need for lunch. Like, like let me just clear that up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, set your your expectations are way off. Like you're living in a false reality if you think you're gonna be able to like get through twelve whole inches mm-hmm. and like you plan ahead to do that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Every every foot long should be about one inch at a time. You eat your sandwich one inch at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, inch by inch. I the think only you're... inch that matters is the next inch. Wow. Wow. That's a truly inspirational words. And, mm-hmm. you know, it only, you know, the longer we do this podcast, the more I think about your inch, inch by inch um, payment system and how you're only paying mm-hmm. and ordering by the inch. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to consume the sandwich. So, you know, if you're able to personalize every single ingredient on the sandwich, why can't you personalize the amount? That's a fact. And for the uh, listeners that just joined and they haven't been following along on our 67 episode journey, the concept Eric is speaking to is a new business model where at Subway, you can order any inch of bread you want. You don't have to get six or 12. You can get four. You can get 40. You can get 13 and a half. It doesn't matter because they would just have this tube of bread that they just kind of cut off the end of and measure to to spec. Mm hmm. Absolutely. I think that's the way to go. It seems more mm-hmm. sustainable me to me. I completely agree. There'd be way less food waste. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a and... dine-in only option because, you know, I can imagine there being a lot of problems with wrapping like an infinite sandwich mm-hmm. or a variable length sandwich. Um, so maybe it's like, okay, you have to dine in if you're getting the inch, inch by inch version. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i completely agree they'd have to reinvent all of their packaging <laughs> there's this would also really play nicely into their rewards program because you could like if you hit a certain min spend or you fill out a cookie survey they could just like say you get a bonus inch on your sandwich for mm-hmm. like the days you're feeling extra hungry mm-hmm. post-workout bonus inch protein style exactly wow. uh so yeah or you could have like you could send people inches so like if you do me a, do me a solid, I could like text you three inches of sandwich, but you could go cash in at your nearest subway. Mm-hmm. I love this idea of just leaning fully into the imperial measurement system at Subway um, because mm-hmm. they the only restaurant I know of that does that. Like, what mm-hmm. if you ordered like like at a fine dining restaurant? Like, I want the three inch steak, or I want the the eight inch steak. 
instead of ounces, mm-hmm. it's inches. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. I actually think there's like the implications for currency are actually really cool here because I think about how like your inches are actually like they have an evaluation. Each inch is worth a certain amount of money mm-hmm. technically. So mm-hmm. if you actually like have like a digital wallet of like 25 inches, you can go get a certain amount of sandwiches with that. I'm, I'm drawing a parallel here between uh, cryptocurrency and subway inches, mm-hmm. you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a, it was like the price of an inch could even fluctuate. There's something really compelling here. <laughs> That's true. How do you hold value onto something that expires in four minutes though? <laughs> it only you... expires after you cash it in. Wow, that's true. How do you um, how do you build sandwich equity then? Mm, that is a good question. Wow, the never-ending sure. pursuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that goes man. deeper than us, Eric. <laughs> true, it's deeper than rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, does this apply to wraps? Can you make can you go inch by inch on a wrap? I think you can, but with wraps, it's not. Uh, along like an x axis it's mm-hmm. more of a like uh circumference or dia- like a diameter of your wrap kind of area. like a pizza like you yeah you can get like a 12 inch to 13, 14 inch pizza pie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just increases the like the radius of your of your pie so wraps would be the same thing no i guess so um but then it would grow exponentially mm-hmm. absolutely yeah totally your your wrap would get out of control really quickly whereas it's a lot more uh, consistent <laughs> growth pattern when it's a foot long. That is true. Um, I, have you ever ordered a wrap from Subway? I have. And it's actually surprisingly good. But the problem is it doesn't feel like Subway. I don't feel like I'm eating hmm. at Subway when I order a wrap there. Because it's just like I ordered something straight off the menu. You know, it's not a la carte. It's more like my destiny has been decided for me. And hmm. while it does taste great and you know, it's a much different dining experience and like everything than a foot long. Um, it just doesn't feel right to me. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't realize that they like try to uh, like pre preset the menu for a wrap. I thought you had like the full suite of customizations available to your the foot long sibling. Um, I think I'm talking specifically about the signature wraps or mm. something along those lines. Like you can just order like a wrap and then make whatever you want out of it. But when it comes to like pre-designed sandwiches or pre-designed menu items, I think wraps are like at the forefront of that. And they try to get mm-hmm. you like a steak and gar- like a steak and avocado like wrap. Like why out of all combinations is that, is that <laughs> one? Yeah, that feels like two worlds colliding, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like they're trying to be Chipotle. It's like they're trying to make the like steak bite burrito. <laughs> from Chipotle. Damn. Yeah, I've never had a wrap, but I feel like the I, I feel like it would be a completely different dining experience from the footlong. Like mm-hmm. for one thing, you're eating it vertically rather than horizontally. The footlong enters <laughs> your mouth full horizontally. The wrap mm-hmm. kind of goes in vertically. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh with the sandwich you have to hold it straight up so the ingredients don't fall out. Um, but mm-hmm. the burrito, you have to hold it vertically so the ingredients don't fall out because you're creating mm-hmm. more of a, you're eating it top down versus like across. Mm-hmm. So it's already <laughs> like a completely different uh, like sensory experience. Mm-hmm. I I also feel like the um because the 
breading it's, it's uh, there's such little grain it just gets replaced by more like sustenance on the inside right so you just have like more lettuce more sauce more chicken mm -hmm. i guess the lighter option uh more vegetables yeah is that like, like if you're not committing fully to the keto daddy lifestyle are you going maybe wrap you're like oh i'm getting some less just less carb here mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I feel like the, all the the ratios are off a little bit. So you'd really have to like work at it a few times. Like if I went if I went two feet deep in a wraps, I probably wouldn't uh, just get one and like feel it out. I think you need to go two, three wrap orders in before you truly know what you're doing with wraps. The balance mm -hmm. is just too hard to get rid of the first try. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is fascinating. I think we're gonna have to dive deeper into. The world of wraps and figure out what exactly goes well um mm -hmm. because they're not it's not 12 inches it's it's eight something like that <laughs> pizza is a missed opportunity in the wrap world like you could do a great calzone at subway using like the pizza sub ingredients that mm -hmm. would be really sick mm -hmm. pizza is kind of like um you know how like in culture the like art is always what moves culture forward art is like the progressive mm -hmm. part of culture that is always doing things first and like paving a path for all other aspects yeah i would like to think that like pizza is the culinary equivalent to that so pizza enters a new progressive area first and then it like kind of like figures it out for everybody else mm -hmm. and then like other food types go in so that's how you get like pizza bagels calzones like you could probably put pizza in a popsicle. I don't know. I could do a full hour on pizza bagels. Um, but I think we got to cut it short today. Damn, uh, yeah. We got a six inch episode. Yeah, we're giving the breadheads a six inch episode today because, you know, I think Fresh Boys are busy. We got we got money coming in all types of ways, lump sum and residual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to have to talk to you next week. I hope, you know, all the breadheads have a great weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. get outside get some exercise get off your fat ass get off your fat ass you fat fucks um, <laughs> <laughs> order the wrap order the wrap um, and just like this episode it, that's a wrap that's a wrap alright think fresh everybody yeah <laughs>